Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Millennial Love, the independent lifestyle desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships. Hosted by me, Olivia Petter, lifestyle writer. And me, Rachel Hosey, assistant lifestyle editor. There are quite a few podcasts out there about dating, but we don't feel like any of them really reflect the harsh realities of being two single ladies in your 20s battling through the joys and struggles of single life, as Rachel and I very much are (laughs) every single day. And that's why we decided to launch Millennial Love. This week we are super excited, I am literally so excited, to welcome body positivity advocate, social media influencer and author Megan Crabb, whom you may know better as Body Posy Panda. Megan, hi! Hi, thanks for having me. We are thrilled to have you here. I think I first discovered you, as, well not discovered you, but you know what I mean, I came across you for the first time probably about a year ago and you have genuinely changed my world because it was really my first steps into body positivity and the whole community and now I follow like various people on Instagram but it it was sort of finding your account was the first time it sort of the message got through to me that oh wait a minute your body can still be beautiful and worthy of love if it's not really skinny and having fat on your belly doesn't mean there's something bad about you and it just blew my mind it was a message that no one I'd never really seen before. So I love what you do. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about where Body Posse Panda came from? Sure. Um, first of all, thank you. That was really sweet. <laughs> um, so Body Posse Panda is basically something that happened completely by accident. So I've spent the majority of my life hating my body. Um, I had an eating disorder when I was a teenager and I was just always dieting. You, you know how it goes. Like, you do. lose weight, you gain weight, you lose weight, you mm, gain weight. My life. Yeah, basically. So that's what I was doing. And then four years ago, I stumbled on this little community on Instagram. It was very small and it was just a bunch of people talking about loving their body as it was and calling themselves fat like gasp that shocked me Mm. Uh, but embracing it saying in a good way and just saying you know everyone is deserving of acceptance and respect so I was like (laughs) mind blown Uh, can I swear yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I was like, shit, um, <laughs> this is a whole new world. And it really, it changed everything for me and it really healed like so much of my stuff. So I thought, you know what, I want to pass this on. I want to tell more people about this. I wasn't expecting it to become a thing. Uh, I think I had like maybe like 97 followers when I first like started posting mm. about it, just like really casually. Uh, and it turned into a thing. And now you have over a million, right? Yeah, it's weird. That is mad. <laughs> I can't imagine what that so feels like, crazy. knowing that the things you post go out to a million people every time. It's bizarre. It is. No, but you, you do it so well. So yeah, well. you do. Thanks. And I'm, I mean, I, we know what the internet's like. I'm sure there are horrible trolls and everyone as well. But, you know, to be to be reaching that many people with such a positive message... Yeah, it's brilliant. ...is amazing. So hats off to you. Thanks. I think it goes to show, like, like you were saying, n- nobody hears the message that they are worthy and they are mm. good enough. And I think that's why it's turned into such a big thing, because we are craving it. Like, especially, I think, women of our generation, yeah. we've had enough of the bullshit and we, we want 
Totally. More positivity. This is it. It's been drilled into all of us. Like society is so ingrained that like you must be thin. If you're not thin, you're not good. You're not mm. good enough. You're not attractive. You you are flawed if you're not thin. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. It is just not true. But today, so we're going to take this whole idea and focus in on relationships and dating. Because obviously this is millennial love after all. And we have got so many interesting topics to discuss and so many things I cannot wait to get Megan's views on. But first, Livy, what's been going on? Um, I haven't really got any updates in the old dating life to report on, unfortunately. However, I was writing about a new dating trend today that's been doing the rounds this week uh, in the media called orbiting. So it's sort of the new form of ghosting whereby a person who has ghosted you, so they've just cut a full communication with you out of the blue and have just stopped replying to every message, then you notice that they start engaging with you on social media. So that could be either they're watching your Instagram stories or they're liking your tweets or liking your Facebook posts. They're not replying to your texts or answering your calls, but they're still just lingering around in like the social media sphere. Um, which I think is really creepy and quite <laughs> passive aggressive. So relatable though. <laughs> but very relatable. And, and I spoke to a few relationship experts to ask them, you know, why do you think someone would behave in this way? And they said, well, mostly it's probably because they like to keep their options open. Yeah, like punching um, someone. Yeah, exactly. And some people are just nosy, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I did notice the other day that a guy I went on one date with a few weeks ago viewed my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. We don't even follow each other. And I was like, huh. Yeah, that, that happened to me the other day. I went on a date with one guy <coughs> and I went on a date with one guy and I noticed that he had watched one of my Instagram stories, but neither of us followed each other. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's just, it's just quite it's weird, kind of shameless, isn't it? shameless, I think, because they know you'll see it. I know, but it's just so strange that that's now a world that we operate in. Like, if you want to see my Instagram stories, like, just follow me. Or at least have like a separate account. Well, yeah. Or get your friends to do it. That's what we do. Yeah, we like done that. What was in the story? (laughs) (laughs) Guilty. How have you been? Uh, Not my finest, actually. I've been a bit ill, which is just annoying. Honestly, I thought I wasn't someone who got ill very often, but I feel like this is the third time I've been ill since we started this podcast. I know I asked you that question, but I very much know that Rachel has been quite unwell because (laughs) the last three days she's been coming in. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> Every single day. I know, I'm such a bore to be around. But it's also just incredibly boring. So I keep having to cancel my plans every night. And it's like, ugh, I'm not good at doing nothing. I like doing stuff, but apparently I have to rest. But this arguably has come at a good time in that um, I finished my dating app detox for April. I gave up dating apps for a month. And um, so I'm back on the apps. Or, you know, it's only been a couple of days, but... But I'm also like, why? Why am I doing this? Because I, so I went on um, a dating app last night and I just decided to count how many swipes I swiped before I swiped right. And it was 74. Wow. 74 swipes. Wow. I don't know if that if that says more about me or about, I don't know what, but I'm a bit like sort of, what's the, why, why am I doing this? You know what though? I think with, with those apps, the algorithm works in a way that the more active you are, the more you come up on other people's. Yeah. But that's irrelevant to who I'm swiping right on. But maybe they haven't seen you yet, is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about matches. Oh. I'm talking about who I'm swiping right on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I can't meet someone in real life. And I, I'm i like, oh, I'm not going to swipe right on someone who's a bit... Oh, I'm, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, anyway. anyway, is a lot. I know. This probably says a lot about my issues. I mean, do you find yourself like getting more judgmental as it goes on? Or are you hopeful at the start? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I've, I've, I, I often... I've decided being picky is not a bad thing because I feel like often I would just invest too much time in conversations and then the guy would ask me out and then I'd be like, I don't, I don't actually want to go out with you. Mm-hmm. Why have I wasted my time <laughs> with this? Yeah. But... Hey ho, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's really great. Not my cheeriest intro ever. Sorry, guys. Megan, what have you been doing? Uh, well, I'm uh, kind of devastated because I don't know if you know this, but they took RuPaul's Drag Race off Netflix this week. They Did didn't. They? There's like, there's only three seasons left, and my friend has been like begging me to watch it for like years, and I finally get into it. I've been watching like five episodes a day no shame and now it's gone and it's just gone and it's Why like would they do that i don't know it's like the rug has been swept out from underneath me so <laughs> i am ankleless i am just netflixing just i really feel i hate you. it when that happens you know what i got an email the other day from amazon prime being like dear olivia just to let you know gray's anatomy will soon be removed from amazon prime we know you're a fan so we're just giving you some warning I was like, are you Cancel fucking kidding plans. me? It's so cruel. Yeah. So cruel. So cool. 13 seasons oh, gone. Wow. Just like that. I know. Did Netflix warn you? I mean, it did, but I like to believe that it wasn't true. And then it, and, and then it went. So yeah. other than that, I've just been, you know, crying and hugging my dogs. And that's basically been my week. At least you have dogs to hug, though. Oh, babe, do you not? Well, they're at home with my parents. And I, oh, I miss sad. them so much. Oh, Sorry, let's be more cheery. (laughs) Should we do bio of the week? Yes, let's do bio of the week. This is a great one that actually we got sent by a listener, so thank you for that. And actually, if you do, listeners, see any great Mm. bios on your dating app travels, please send them in. Yes. Um, Okay, so this is Joey33. Trump is the president of the United States of America. Brexit is actually happening. David Bowie is dead. All of this is to say that there are far worse things in the world than going for a drink with me. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. I'd type right on that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it potentially depends on your political views whether you think that's good or not. But of course. <laughs> but I, I like his message. Mm. I think mm. it's funny. Points for originality. Thank you for sending it in, and I hope you got a match with Joey. All right, guys, let's get into it. Body positivity in dating. I just think this is a topic that we don't talk about enough. I love that body positivity movement as a whole is growing but it there's still this there's still very much this idea that I'd be more attractive if I was thinner and that's that's an issue that's definitely an issue like why why do we think that we can't be sexy if we have also this kind it's kind of changing because I think people are like oh yeah no it's so sexy to have like boobs and a bum and hips but you know for a lot of women we don't look like plus size models we have belly rolls and cellulite on our thighs mm-hmm. yeah and the idea of being of having body confidence feeds into the dating world so much and the way that we behave in relationships because obviously if you aren't happy with the way you look you're not gonna feel worthy of, and I'm talking from experience here, you're not gonna feel worthy of, of someone, someone's love and attention because you just don't think that's possible because we're so much harsher on ourselves than other people are. Yeah. And there was a study that Refinery29 did in 2016 with 12,000 people aged between 18 and 65 on how body confidence affected their dating lives. And they found that the those who did say they had body confidence were so much more successful in their romantic relationships than those who didn't. And of those people who were interviewed, I think it was only 20% who said that they were totally happy with their bodies. Mm. Which is really shocking, isn't it? I think, 
I think we need to spend more time like questioning where the idea comes from yeah. that, for example, thinness will make you more lovable or more worthy or more deserving. And I think hugely it comes from diet culture. And if you look at the diet industry, if you look at, you know, diet plans, one of the big promises is when you are thin, when you've lost weight, your whole life will fall into place. Yeah. Uh, it will be perfect. And you'll find the person of your dreams. You'll have a fairy tale wedding. You know, it's right there. And we're kind of fed that every day. Like if you just look at a magazine article, it's yeah. like, mm. I lost 50 pounds and married my soulmate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm so in love. And that message is literally everywhere. So it's no wonder we feel like we are not worthy of like finding someone good for us until we're thin absolutely and it's even more nuanced than that like you look at romantic comedies some of the most famous ones every Richard Curtis film How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days all those ones that we watched when we were younger the leading lady is always stick thin I know. Always God. stick thin, the one that's at the centre of the They might have a fat story. friend. Yeah. Mm. But she's if just they do, if value. there's a fat character, they're always the funny friend. Oh, she's either funny or she's getting a makeover. Yeah, mm, exactly. Classic. To be acceptable classic. by society. Mm -hmm. It's just absurd. And it's everything from that to then the mannequins that you see in shop windows, who uh. are smaller than even the tiniest of humans, by the way. I was walking down a high street the other day, and I'm just looking in these shop windows, and it's just mad. You look at the mannequin's arms. They're just smaller than a child's arms. And when you can think that the average dress size in the UK is a 16, I just don't understand why this is the view that every single shop is presenting to the world. Yeah, I know. It's so messed up. Uh, and another thing which I think is a huge problem, um, when it comes to heterosexual relationships, is that this other image we're sold all the time is that the woman has to be smaller than the man. And this drives me nuts, but it's it's also something that, you know, has been really instilled into me. I'll tell you a brief story. I was dating a guy. No, I wasn't even dating him. I was on one date with this guy not that long ago. And um, he was like six foot one-ish. I'm five foot nine. So he's quite a few inches taller than me, but, um, you know, not a particularly massive guy. And he dropped into conversation because he'd been talking about this, I don't know, athletic thing he did and how, you know, he lost loads of weight through it. And he dropped in how much he weighed. And then I I realised I weigh more than him. And that made me feel like, oh, God, that's awful. This That's not right. I can't weigh more than this man who is, like, A, a man, and B, taller than me, and that's not how it's meant to be. Like, I, I I'm too big. I'm too big, and that's not right. And what? Why? Why? You are so not alone in that. That is literally something that, certainly for me, like I've believed since I was in primary school. I remember being on the playground and being like, "Oh, you need to get a boy who can pick you up and spin you round." And right? you were like a featherlight princess. Like that is such an ingrained thing. Yeah. And it's it's a load of nonsense. Absolutely. Um. And I think. That also plays into kind of roles of masculinity. I mean, it's not Absolutely. just we don't have to just be small. It's, you know, the man has to be big and pick us up. And, and yeah. that's just as damaging for them as well. Completely. I was going to say, I actually encountered this the other day. I was showing a friend of mine. It wasn't even a friend. I think it was my grandma. Showing my <laughs> grandma. I, I talked to my grandma about dating quite a lot. She's really funny. We should actually get her on the podcast. She, <laughs> she was talking about Bumble. She was like, so you met him on Bumblebee. And then, and then we spoke on Twitter. Is that the bird? And I was like, it's just one big animal kingdom. <laughs> anyway, um, I was showing her pictures of this guy and she was like, oh, Livy, he's very, he's very thin. And I was like, that isn't even something that crossed my mind. But as you said, it goes into that whole like ideal, idealized vision of masculinity as like this big bulky guy. Well, mm. yes, I have another story on this actually. A few years ago, um, I was dating a guy and 
he was, you know, pretty lean. And for me, that was never, I never thought that was a bad thing. I, I found him attractive in his body shape. And I remember I dropped into conversation at some point going, oh, but, you know, plenty of us girls like lanky guys. Because I didn't, I never thought that would offend him. Mm. But he, that really offended him. Mm-hmm. And it, it turned out it was something he was really insecure about. And at the time I was like, I don't get it. But then I thought about if he'd said to me, plenty of guys like chubby girls, I would have been like, why would you say that? Even though I know that I shouldn't feel like, oh, okay, I'm a bit chubby. Like, that shouldn't be an insult. But it's the equivalent, I think. Yeah, I get what you mean. I think there is... First of all, I love the word chubby. I mean, I, I'm a chubby Embrace queen. Embrace chubby. I love it. Love it. Uh, but I think there's also a problem with, I don't know, like validating another person based on you being attracted to them yeah like I see this a lot so I am most of the stuff I post online is like based on the female perspective that's where I'm coming from whenever I post about male body positivity I kind of get this influx of comments that's like oh but I love chubby guys or I love skinny guys or I love this and it's like if if it was the other way around if we had posted if we were posting you know pictures of women embracing their bodies and just floods of men were coming in being like oh yeah I love this kind of woman yeah this is great you're for me so right. we'd be mm. like piss off we're not like it's not this about not what you about. like you're yeah. so right <laughs> you are literally so right and it is the same thing and another thing about the whole size thing is I'm kind of rewinding back to what we were saying a few minutes ago but the size issue is like you know rom-coms where after a woman spends a night with a man, she puts his shirt on and the shirt always drowns her. Mm, oh my very true. Like, I would very be like, mate, I don't true. fit in your shirt. Stop. My, <laughs> my boyfriend literally gave me his T-shirt to wear two nights ago, I kid you not. And it was like, it looked outrageous on me. It was so, so tight. Um, I am without a doubt bigger than my boyfriend. And it, it used to bother me massively, but now it doesn't at all. I posted a picture just a couple of weeks ago that was when we were on holiday and there was this kind of like romantic photo setting where, you know, the people in front of us, the, the couples in front of us, the guy was picking up the girl. It was so cute. We got up there and I picked up Ben in, in my arms. I love <laughs> that you did that. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. But that's so brilliant. And how, I suppose, is that just something that you've, you've got to that point with time? I think with time and to be honest, I think it has to come from me because I think we we kind of all know this on some level. You know, you could be with someone who thinks the world of you, who thinks you're perfect and pretty much like worships your body and it still won't be enough if yeah. you don't I like agree. yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's definitely come from me doing my own work and not necessarily from my relationship in any way. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and it is is work to learn to, to learn to love yourself against all odds, against all of the you know, ridiculous pressures that we see online, on social media, on, mm. you know, pe- you know, with people editing their photos, like social media influencers, yeah. and bikini models. And, and now there's this whole trend where people are showing the realities of the extent of how much these images are edited. Yeah. But, you know, that's only a handful of people. It just, it just makes you question, like, God, how many of the other images that we see online of, you know, I don't know, Emily Ratajkowski and all those kind of girls are actually yeah. really edited. Yeah, completely. It's just a false reality. But that's why I think it is so important to fill your social media feed with 
people who people with all different body shapes yeah people who look like you people who are in bigger bodies than yours people in smaller bodies and just just to get that balance totally. I think because that's something we can control we can control the people that we follow I mean I used to follow all of those Victoria's Secret models and all of those actresses that I thought were gorgeous and then one day I just thought why am I doing mm-hmm. this to myself like they just look incredible the whole time they just fill me with self-hatred make me think that I'm not going to be socially acceptable in any way and I just unfollowed them all and oh my god my Instagram is a much happier place yeah I t- I, I forgot, that's like the first tip I tell people it's like it's the easiest thing in the world and it makes such a difference yeah I think people don't realize how like learned our idea of beauty is and you can actually change your perception of what is beautiful mm-hmm. and and what bodies are worthy and lovable and I mean that's definitely changed for me as well because I used to follow well I used to follow all the Kardashians and I was obsessed with them <laughs> and at some point I just had to be like Kim you you make me miserable um yeah. bye unfollow yeah. block yeah and that's so important i think making the conscious decision to think about how following these certain people how it's making you feel yeah and if it's not making you feel good then just unfollow you really don't have to because it's almost so entrenched that you don't recognize that it's making you feel so rubbish until you stop mm-hmm. yeah and then you're yeah. like actually why would i do this <laughs> i was gonna save this um sort of bit till the end of the discussion but seeing as we're sort of touching on it now i thought maybe we could go into each of us like obviously Megan you're more the expert than us but of things that we've done or our tips for for body confidence generally but also when it comes to dating relationships so for me a it's been following more body positive Instagram accounts um, and we'll put some in the show notes as yeah. well as yours Megan or, and, and you know because there's there's a lot out there and um I they've really helped me a lot actually I think it's brilliant um also and this might sound counterintuitive, but actually exercising a bit more because it makes me see sort of what my body can do and it makes me actually think less about what it looks like. And I'm more like, ooh, I cycled really fast today or I lifted some really heavy things or that's cool, my body can do that. Mm. And then the other thing, which has happened by accident and also might sound a bit odd, I moved bedrooms in my flat maybe less than six months ago actually and I moved into this room which has sort of it's got a long wardrobe and the front of the wardrobe is mirror and this might sound like I'm really vain or egotistical but actually it's forced me to look at my body more like when I'm just naked getting dressed just got out the shower or whatever and actually sort of just looking at my body more has made me feel better about it and I don't know why but just sort of, I think it's made me a bit more comfortable with my body and being naked. So those are my tips. Look at yourself naked, focus on what your body can do and follow body positive people. I think that's very good advice, Rach. Thanks, yeah, those Lily. are great. Well really done. Thank you. I'm getting there, you know, I'm st- still, I'm still got a long way to go, but I am getting there and that feels really good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Livy, got any tips? Um, I think one of my tips would be just be careful with who you surround yourself with because myself included and my friends, you know, we've gone through periods of time where we've lost weight, gained weight for whatever reason. And I think one thing that can be really damaging is when you have people around you, close friends in your life that will say things to you like, oh my God, you look so great. Like, you know, when, you, like when you've lost, when, when maybe you've lost a bit of weight, maybe you've just gone through a breakup or something. Mm. And you just have, cer- you know, you have certain people that really focus on image yes. and focus on aesthetic and they will just say comments like, God, you look great. You look like quite slim. I don't know if people really say it in that way, but you know, when you sort of get the impression that that's what they mean, I think it's really damaging to keep people like that close to you. Mm. And if you do have people like that close to you, just take what they say with a pinch of salt and don't. And recognize it. And recognize it for what it is. Um, and again, try not to surround yourself with people that are are a little bit self-obsessed. Mm. <laughs> I think what you said about looking in the mirror at yourself naked is great. But, and I think that's very different to what I mean. I think what I mean here is like, you know, on Instagram and on all of our social media platforms there is this sort of rich selfie culture that makes you hypersensitive to your body your angles you know the way you look in photos I know I personally hate having my photograph taken because I always feel like oh that's a bad angle and that makes me look like this and Mm. whatever and I just think trying to avoid kind of succumbing to that culture and you know, fill your Instagram feed with pictures of beautiful landscapes, not photos <laughs> of yourself. That's what I do. Very good. <laughs> that is good. I think that's a good point as well about um, setting boundaries, isn't it? You know, mm. some people are kind of toxic for your mm. your well-being and your self-image. And, you know, it doesn't make you a bad person to, to recognize that and, and set a few boundaries and, and not spend as much time with those people. Yeah. I think that's good. Um, I would say, I mean, you've you kind of done a good job already. Like, you really kind of <laughs> wrapped it up. following you for like a year. <laughs> So I'm like, give me your wisdom. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think if we're talking about dating and relationships and sex and getting naked, yeah. uh, I think one of the easiest things to do with getting comfortable with the body parts you don't like the most is spending time naked and also touching your own body uh for me it was always my stomach was my most hated place I think that is a lot of people yeah yeah Yeah. it definitely is that definitely is um and I just I couldn't stand my belly rolls I you know was terrified of of being on top and my body (gasps) moving yeah and one of the big things for me was to stop being so physically rough with myself because I used to like tug on my skin and like think oh if I could just get rid of this or just like and it was horrible and actually just touching myself with kindness you know spending a little bit of time before I go to sleep or whatever stroking my stomach you know being grateful being thankful thinking actually like softness is lovely Mm. my stomach feels like a roll of velvet and it's and that's lovely Mm. um and just getting used to being kinder to myself in that way I think that's a good practical thing that. that everyone can do um and in terms of in general just keep questioning keep questioning why do I think that 
everything in my life would be better if I was thinner. Where has mm. that idea come from? Mm. <laughs> why, why am I hurting myself to fit this image that maybe I'm not supposed to be? Maybe it's okay if I'm just supposed to be like this and maybe I'm lovable as I am. So yeah, question everything. Touch yourself, be naked, set boundaries. Oh, I think that's great. <laughs> I have one more to add. Walk around the house naked. If you mm. have the house to yourself. And this is actually one of my favorite things to do at the moment. Oh, after neighbors. After you, I don't really have any neighbors. I live in the suburbs. When you, <laughs> when you've had a bath, which I do almost every day because I love bathing. Um, <laughs> after, Wait, I'm Olivia. I live in the suburbs and I have a bath. Okay, sorry. Or a shower. Just once you've washed yourself. Okay, I do that. Go into your room and just strip yourself. Well, you're already naked, and then just <laughs> moisturize your entire body. Doesn't so matter like what you're doing dolphin. that evening. You feel like a silky dolphin. You smell like a bed of roses. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> the best thing in the world. Okay, noted. Got a lot yeah. of things to do this evening. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to go back into that whole sex thing though. This is definitely a fear that I have in that if I'm about to get intimate with a guy, I am so nervous about showing my naked body. You know, you know it's kind of like everyone feels like, uh, I'm wearing clothes that I like and I'm, I've chosen these because I feel good in these clothes and then you strip all that away and it, God, God, you feel so vulnerable, don't you? And like, I think this is sort of has a couple of levels and like, A, I'm a bit like, oh, what if it's disappointment? What if they didn't realise I was like squidgy and wobbly and had tummy rolls and, you know, thought that under my clothes I was, I looked, di I would look different and that, that, that is, obviously scary and then it's like also what if you know because on my dating if my dating app profile if we've met on a dating app like I've put all my best pictures on there and I've put pictures that I think make me look good in and then but when you're actually just naked in front of someone you know you can't just like put forward a certain angle you you, you, you it's the whole of you and that's terrifying and I've, I've definitely done that with guys where they have like abs and you know like seem to be like rock solid everywhere and I felt insecure then about being like Wibbly. 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 And squiddy and <laughs> a bit wibbly and wobbly. You know um, what though? I think there's a real difference between being naked with someone and being naked in front of someone. Because I don't know about you, but... Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in bed with someone, you're not standing naked in front of them. And I've often have this, have this fear of like, being in bed with someone and then getting up to go to the toilet and then they're gonna see you mm -hmm. yeah. full frontal. You know what I mean? That's different. And that's where the fear is for me. And it's like, oh God, I just can't, I can't do that. At what point do you think that goes away? There, this is, there's so many sides to this. And I think for the most part, our ideas of ourselves and our own bodies are wildly different to like anyone else's and the person that you're with. And really they have a pretty good idea of what you look like. If you've gotten to the point where you are naked and you are mm. having sex, they generally know what size you are whether you're a wibbly wobbly or not, <laughs> they have a good idea and they wanted to get naked with you. Yeah. They still did. So that's definitely something to do with it. And I think, I don't know, I think we should all get used to pictures of us in particular that aren't necessarily what we consider the most flattering angle. Mm. Like you said, you don't want to be seen at an angle that isn't necessarily your best. But if you're more used to seeing pictures of yourself like that, you'll be like, yeah, that, that is what I look like. Yeah. And then maybe put them on your dating profile as well. Yeah, completely, actually. And I think it's, I guess it's sort of like rejigging that idea of what is considered best or yeah. a good angle. I'm doing that in quote marks for the people who can't see me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apart from you two. Um, 
yeah, and so I I do think that that's a really good piece of advice, and not not. I think yeah, I guess you have to remember that, like you say, if someone wants to have sex with you, they, you know, will have they will be attracted to you because otherwise they wouldn't be doing that. But you know, it's quite interesting as well. I think we're all way more way more insecure about our own bodies and like think they're so much the most people think their bodies are horrible not horrible no, I'm not saying most people think they're horrible but most people think more negative towards their bodies than anyone else does mm. and it's quite interesting I remember one time like I had stepped with a guy and my friends afterwards were like what was his body like and I was like I don't know. Do this you was going to be my next question. I was going to say, like, do you didn't even you ever didn't even really see it? To yeah. be honest with you, there's too much other stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> no know? one cares. It's so funny. Like my friends and I don't have those conversations. Like whenever a friend of mine has just slept with someone, the last thing we say is, "Oh, what was his body like?" Yeah, my friends did ask me this one time, but I don't really know why. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just not. But it's not. You know what I mean? It's not like the first thing that comes to mind. Oh God, no. Even though it would be the first thing that comes to our mind about our own bodies. But that goes yeah. to show, doesn't it, that no matter who you're with and, and whatever gender they are, they're probably having just as many insecurities in that moment as you are. They're too yeah, busy thinking yeah. about themselves to be thinking about your bodies. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I don't know. I think I think it's a it's a, it's all going to come. It's all going to improve the more you work on it as a whole, isn't it? Yeah. And I do think you know, the older I get, the more confident I get. Even though, probably, arguably. If you were to subscribe to this image that, or this idea that thin equals better body, like I definitely used to be thinner, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm feeling worse about my body than I used to. If mm. anything, I'm feeling better, and that's really nice. I think that's a lovely note to end on. Rachel. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that was nice. Um, right. Shall we do a dating disaster? Yeah, slight change of tone with this dating disaster. I pre-warn you, but yes, I agree. Let's do it. This is this is a funny one. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Hi, girls. I have a highly embarrassing dating story that I wish to tell. It's so mortifying that I haven't been able to tell any of my friends, and I doubt I ever will. I had been seeing a guy for a couple of months, and things were going really well, to the extent that my flatmates and I were convinced that he would soon ask me to be his girlfriend, or to be exclusive at least. Last weekend, we got really drunk and ended up having anal sex for the first time. I had done this once in the past with an ex-boyfriend and it was fine. Not my fave, but fine. With this new guy, first of all, the sex was in like a missionary position, as in staring at each other. Is this normal? I would like to know your thoughts. Second, midway through, it became apparent that there was poo on his penis. He casually went to wash it off without mentioning it. I was very drunk and therefore somehow was not that embarrassed at the time. We then carried on, and it happened again, at which point he washed it off again, and we went to sleep. In the morning, he behaved normally, but I have now heard nothing since, which naturally I believe to be down to the poo. I feel too scared to message him in case he brings it up. Please advise. Maybe I should delete his number and never think of him again. I feel that this is worse than the story of the girl who got stuck in her date's window in an attempt to throw her poo out the window. It's definitely not worse than that story, first of all. <laughs> No, I think, I mean, thank you so much for sending this in and being honest. And I think the fact that you haven't even been able to speak to your friends about it um, is understandable, but also says a lot because I personally don't have experience of this, but I know a lot of people do. Same. 
Same. And I so I did some research as to um, why this happens, and it is very common. Is it not quite obvious why it happens? Well, yes, yes, obviously, yes. But it's very common, is my point, in that I think, you know, often this is how it happens when you decide to have anal. And it's just a case of how comfortable you are with your partner at the time as to how big of a deal it is yeah. when accidents arise. Yeah, Olivia's written on our sheet of paper for this episode, some notes on anal. Yes. Which I just really <laughs> like. So anyway, would you like to hear my notes yes, on please. anal? Yes, please. Tell yeah. the notes. God, I really struggled to Google this earlier. <laughs> Went into stealth mode. But you shouldn't. No, I know. No, I we should I just feel... But I was, I'm at work it. anyway. I'm talking about notes on anal. <laughs> right, anyway. Apparently, the propensity to actually poo depends on how deep the penetration is. Right. So the shallower, the less likely you will poo. The deeper, mm. the more likely. Also, the quite obvious one is it depends if you actually need to poo beforehand. Probably best not to have anal because you will probably then excrete feces. I have to say, I did not understand that it was she had pooed a bit during, I thought it was just that there was some like poo dregs up there from the last time she pooed. Oh, she didn't clarify. I don't, could be. I don't know. Well, it could, It my, my suspicion is that the anal actually <laughs> prompted the poo to come out, perhaps. Mm, I can imagine I, that. I feel like though, if this guy has gone there and they haven't been they hadn't been dating very long, had yeah. they? Is this the first time they'd had any I kind of I think it sex? was, yeah. The f- yeah. Okay. Oh no, no, no. They had anal sex for the first time. No, they're close to she thought they were close to being boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay, so, so they I must have been seeing a few each other for a while. In. Okay. But I would say that this is probably something that this person's done before. Yeah. Mm. Like if you go there one when you're not in an established relationship, he's most likely gone there before. This has most likely happened before. So I think I would like to reassure this person that it's probably not about that. I don't think they have to feel bad about that or yeah. like shameful about that. It must be it must be very it's very strange that she hasn't heard from him since. Well, I would be very surprised if the reason he hadn't messaged her is because of this. Yeah, so would I. Because, you know, I imagine it was probably his idea to do it the first time. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But either way, he, you know, presumably consented to it. So he knows what he's he, getting into. He would have known that, you know, there was the chance this would happen. Yeah. And it sounded like on the night he was quite chill about it. Mm. Went to wash it off. Fine. Yeah. Um. So... I, 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 I know it's so easy to overanalyze what you did or didn't do. Um, you know, recently I slept with a guy and then he didn't message me for days and I was like, oh my God, it's because I did this wrong or I was shit at this or that was really awkward. And you, you think that, oh, I did something wrong and that's why. But I think often it's not. It's, mm. there's, there's another reason and... You know, she did absolutely nothing wrong. I agree. Definitely not. Also, can I just point out that when you guys read the stories, both of you get like five times more well-spoken. <laughs> it's fantastic. You're so right, actually. You're so right. Like, I put on like my reading, presenting voice. Yeah. You have a telephone voice, I've noticed as well. I know, but didn't I say something the other day? And I was like, that was my podcast voice. <laughs> my yes, sis- you did. My sister also messaged me in response to last week's episode and went, what's happened to your laugh? And I was like, 
what do you mean what's happened to my laugh? And she was like, it got weird. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, lots to work on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, please let us know what happened and if he messaged back. And if he didn't, well, clearly he's not the one, but it's absolutely nothing. If, if, and I just don't think it will be, if it's anything to do with the fact that some poo went on his penis, then... He's a loser. Yeah. Don't have anything to do with him, no. to be honest. So, good Keep thing him you... down the toilet. Yeah. Flush oh. him away. <laughs> there you go. Flush <laughs> him away. <laughs> oh, guys, this has been good. Does anyone have any other thoughts they want to just put out there before we're finished? Anything on poo? Anything on anal? <laughs> anything on body positivity? I don't. I, I feel like I don't want to combine those things. All yeah, the time. I actually think that's um, a very broad question. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, actually, funnily enough, I can't find a link there. Okay, fine, you. fine, fine. <laughs> just, just wanted to check. Thanks um, for checking. I don't know. I'm feeling very, very good about this whole chat about body positivity and poo. <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop bringing them together. <laughs> um, but no, it's been great. It's been great, guys. We're about out of time, which is so sad as always. But I've loved this week's chat. I hope everyone else has really enjoyed it. And I know, I hope that for some people who perhaps weren't aware of the body positivity Mm. movement at all, I hope that this opens a door for you like it did for me because I know it's had a big effect on my life and how I feel about my body. And I really, really want more people to experience that too. I agree. Yay! Yay! All right, that's it, guys. Please subscribe. <laughs> um, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts because we would love that. And please keep sending in your dating disasters and dilemmas and your Bumble bios or mm. other dating apps are acceptable because mm. um, we love those. Uh, if you want to send us anything via email, it's millennial.love at independent.co.uk. That is with two L's and two N's. Actually, three L's in millennial if you count the last one. Okay, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> um, or you can tweet us at Rachel underscore Hosey and Olivia Petter one We are also on Instagram, mm. which is now a thing that we are adding. And Rachel is, <laughs> I think you're the same. Are you Rachel yep, underscore Hosey? Yeah, I am. I'm Olivia Petter just to you know stir things up a bit yeah love it and we have a Facebook group as you probably know if you haven't already turned off by this point every week this is where we're discussing dating news the podcast all sorts and we love to hear from you so all you have to do is join facebook.join you're probably already on Facebook facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial.love Megan thank you so much for joining us oh thanks for having me I've had a great time oh it's been brilliant you've educated us all and I hope that everyone goes to follow you yeah at Body Posy Panda. That's the one. Great. Um, go and join Megan's Instagram and you will feel awesome about yourself afterwards. I just I just know it. Have a lovely week, everyone. See you guys next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.